Hare Krishna. <clears throat> Dear devotees, <clears throat> welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just near the English Channel. Uh, we hope all of you are having a great uh, celebration um, this weekend. Um, the Gita, celebration of the Gita. Uh, for the marathon, for the distributing of 2,200,000 Bhagavad Gita's, as organized by my best friend, by Shishika Prabhu. Um, okay, here in the Haven, Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram from Sri Krishna Lila Stava by Srila Sanatan Goswami glorifies the Srimad Bhagavatam, the summum bonum of all Vedic literature and all knowledge, therefore. It goes like this Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha, Sarva Vedaika Satpala, Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja, Sarva Lokaika Drikprada. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Dwandodita Aditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya, Prema Varshakshadayate, Sarvadasavasevyaya, Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. You every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguro Man Mahadana Manistadagamad Bhagya Mad Anandanamostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth my Saviour, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin atini chochata kara hanamun chakadachin mam prem narit kantayokspura O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, we've been hearing the wonderful uh, summary of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes, 
given by Śrīla Prabhupāda in the introduction to Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. Um, Lord Chaitanya has just, uh, is in the middle of converting Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, the greatest scholar in India, Mayavadi. And Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya has just finished speaking for seven straight days to Lord Chaitanya, supposedly teaching him the Vedanta philosophy. And this is where we start. The paragraph beginning after hearing all these speeches. <clears throat> after hearing all these speeches of the Lord, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Bhattacharya was struck with wonder and awe and regarded him in dead silence. The Lord then encouraged him with assurance that there was no cause to wonder. I say that devotional service under the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the highest goal of human life. He then quoted the Atmarama Shloka from the Bhagavatam 1.7.10 thus assuring him that even the liberated souls who were absorbed in the spirit and spiritual realization also take, take to the devotional service of Lord Hari because the personality of Godhead has such transcendental qualities that he attracts the heart of the liberated soul too. Then the Bhattacharya desired to listen to the explanation of this shloka. The Lord first of all asked the Bhattacharya to explain it and said that afterward he would explain it. The Bhattacharya then explained the shloka in a scholarly way with reverence, with special reference to logic. He explained the shloka in nine different ways, chiefly based on logic, because he, him, because he was the most renowned scholar of logic of the time. The Lord, after hearing the Bhattacharya, thanked him for the scholarly presentation of the shloka, and then at the request of the Bhattacharya, the Lord explained the shloka in 64 different ways, without touching the nine explanations given by the Bhattacharya. Thus, after hearing the explanation of the Aparama Shloka from the Lord, the Bhattacharya was convinced that such a scholarly presentation is impossible for an earthly creature. Before this, Sri Gopinathacharya had tried to convince him of the divinity of the Lord but at the time he could not so accept him. But the Bhattacharya was astounded by the Lord's exposition of the Vedanta Sutra and explanations of the Atmarama Shloka. And thus he began to think that he had committed a great offense at the lotus feet of the Lord, not recognizing him to be Krishna himself. He then surrendered unto him, repenting, for his past dealings with him, and the Lord was kind enough to accept the Bhattacharya. Out of his causeless mercy, the Lord manifested before him, first, 
as four-handed Narayana, and then again as two-handed Lord Krishna with a flute in his hand. The Bhattacharya at once fell down at the lotus feet of the Lord and composed one hundred suitable shlokas in praise of the Lord by His grace. The Lord then embraced him and out of transcendental ecstasy the Bhattacharya lost consciousness of the physical state of life. Tears, trembling, throbbing of the heart, perspiration, <clears throat> emotional waves, dancing, singing, crying, <clears throat> and all the eight symptoms of trance were manifested in the body of the Bhattacharya. Sri Gopinathacharya became very glad and astonished by this marvelous conversion of his brother-in-law by the grace of the Lord. Out of the hundred celebrated shlokas composed by the Bhattacharya in praise of the Lord, the following two are most important, and these two shlokas explain the mission of the Lord in gist. One, let me surrender under the personality of Godhead, who has appeared now as Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He is the ocean of all mercy and has now come down to teach us material detachment, learning and devotional service to Himself. 2. Since pure devotional service of the Lord has been lost in the oblivion of time, the Lord has appeared in order to renovate the principles and therefore I offer my obeisances unto His lotus feet. The Lord explained the word mukti to be equivalent to the word Vishnu or the Personality of Godhead. To attain mukti or liberation from the bondage of material existence is to attain to the service of the Lord. The Lord then proceeded towards South India for some time and converted all he met on the way to become devotees of Lord Sri Krishna. Such devotees also converted many others to the cult of devotional service or to the Bhagavad Dharma of the Lord. And thus he reached the bank of the Godavari where he met Srila Ramananda Roy, the governor of Madras, on behalf of Maharaj Prataparudra, the king of Orissa. His talks with Ramananda Roy are very important for higher realization of transcendental knowledge. And the, con and the conversation itself forms a small booklet. We shall, however, here, we shall, we, we now, we shall, however, give herewith a summary of the conversation. Sri Ramananda Roy was a self-realized soul, although outwardly, he belonged to a caste lower than the Brahmana in social status. He was not in the renounced order of life, and besides that, he was a high government service servant in the state. Still, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted him as a liberated soul on the strength of the high order of his realization of transcendental knowledge. Similarly, 
the Lord accepted Srila Haridas Thakur, a veteran devotee of the Lord, coming from a Mohammedan family. And there are many other great devotees of the Lord who came from different communities, sects, and castes. The Lord's only criterion was the standard of devotional service of the particular person. He was not concerned with the outward dress of the man. He was concerned only with the inner soul and its activities. Therefore, all the missionary activities of the Lord are to be understood to be on the spiritual plane. And as such, the cult of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or the cult of Bhagavad Dharma has nothing to do with mundane affairs, sociology, politics, economic development, or any such sphere of life. Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam is the purely transcendental urge of the soul. When he met Śrī Ramananda Roy on the bank of the Godavari, the Varnashram Dharma followed by the Hindus was mentioned by the Lord. Śrīla Ramananda Roy said that by following the principles of Varnashram Dharma, the system of four castes and four orders of human life, everyone could realize transcendence. In the, opinion, in, the, in the opinion of the Lord, the system of Varnashram Dharma is superficial only and it, and it has very little to do with the highest realization of spiritual values. The highest perfection of life is to get detached from the material attachment and proportionately realize the transcendental loving service of the Lord. The Personality of Godhead recognizes a living being who is progressing in that line. Devotional service, therefore, is the culmination of the culture of all knowledge. When Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, appeared for the deliverance of all fallen souls, he advised the deliverance of all living entities as follows. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, from whom all living entities have emanated, must be worshipped by all their respective engagements, because everything that we see is also the expansion of His energy. That is the way of real perfection, and it is approved by all bona fide acharyas, past and present. The system of Varnashram is more or less based on moral and ethical principles. There is very little realization of the transcendence as such, and Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu rejected it as superficial and asked Ramananda Roy to go further into the matter. Sri Ramananda Roy then suggested renunciation of fruitive actions unto the Lord. The Bhagavad Gita 9.27 advises in this connection, whatever you do, whatever you eat, and whatever you give, as well as whatever you perform in penance, offer to me alone. This ded dedication on the part of the worker suggests that the Personality of Godhead is a step higher than the impersonal conception of the Varnashram system. But still, the relation of the living being and the Lord 
is not distinct in that way. The Lord therefore rejected this pro proposition and asked Ramananda Roy to go further. The Roy then suggested renunciation of the Varnashram Dharma and acceptance of devotional service. The Lord did not approve of this suggestion also for the reason that all of a sudden one should not renounce his position for that may not bring the desired result. It was further suggested by the Roy that attainment of spiritual realization freed from the material conception of life is the topmost achievement for, the, for a living being. The Lord rejected this suggestion also because on the plea of such spiritual realization much havoc has been wrought by unscrupulous persons. Therefore, all of a sudden, this is not possible. The Roy then suggested sincere association of realized souls and from any worldly position, hearing submissively the transcendental message of the pastimes of the Personality of Godhead. This suggestion was welcomed by the Lord. This suggestion was made following in the footsteps of Brahmaji, who said that the Personality of Godhead is known as Ajita, or the, or the one who cannot be conquered or approached by anyone. But such Ajita also becomes Jita, conquered by one method, which is very simple and easy. The simple method is that one has to give up the arrogant attitude of declaring oneself to be God Himself. One must be very meek and submissive and try to live peacefully by lending the ear to the speeches of the transcendentally self-realized soul who speaks on the message of Bhagavad Dharma or the religion of glorifying the Supreme Lord and His devotees. To glorify a great man is a natural instinct for the living beings, but they have not learned to glorify the Lord. Perfection of life is attained simply by glorifying the Lord in association with a self-realized devotee of the Lord. The self-realized devotee is he who surrenders unto the Lord fully and who does not have attachment for material prosperity. Material prosperity and sense enjoyment and their advancement are all activities of ignorance in human society. Peace and friendship are impossible for a, for a society detached from the association of, the go of God and His devotees. It is imperative, therefore, that one sincerely seek the association of pure devotees and hear them patiently and submissively from any position of life. The position of a person in the higher or lower status of life does not hamper one in the path of self-realization. The only thing one has to do is to hear from a self-realized soul with a, root, with a routine program. The teacher may also deliver lectures from the Vedic literatures following in the footsteps of the bygone acharyas who realized the Absolute Truth. 
Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu recommended this simple method of self-realization, generally known as Bhagavat Dharma. Srimad Bhagavatam is the perfect guide for this purpose. Above these topics discussed by the Lord and Sri Ramananda Roy, there were still more elevated spiritual talks between the two great personalities, and we purposefully withhold those topics for the present because one has to come to the spiritual plane before further talks with Ramananda Roy can be heard. We have presented further talks of Srila Ramananda Roy with the Lord in another book, Teachings of Lord Chaitanya. At the conclusion of this meeting, Sri Ramananda Roy was advised by the Lord to retire from service and come to Puri so that they could live together and relish transcendental humors. Sometime later, Sri Ramananda Roy retired from the government service and took a pension from the king. He returned to his residence in Puri and he was one of the most confidential devotees of the Lord. There was another gentleman at Puri of the name Shiki Mahiti, who was also a confidant like Ramananda Roy. The Lord used to hold confidential talks on spiritual values with three or four companions at Puri, and he passed 18 years in that way in spiritual trance. His talks were recorded by his private secretary, Sri Damodar Goswami, one of the four most intimate devotees. The Lord extensively traveled all over the southern part of India. The great saint of Maharashtra, known as Saint Tukaram, was also initiated by the Lord. Saint Tukaram, after initiation by the Lord, overflooded the whole of the Maharashtra province with the Sankirtan movement and the transcendental flow is still rolling on in the southwestern part of the great Indian peninsula. The Lord excavated from South India two very important old literatures, namely the Brahma Sangita and Krishna Karnamrita. That's a mistake. Hmm. And these two valuable books are authorized studies for the person in the devotional line. <clears throat> the Lord then returned to Puri after his South Indian tour. On his return to Puri, all the anxious devotees of the Lord got back their life. And the Lord remained there with continued pastimes of his transcendental realizations. The most important incident during that time was his granting audience to King Prataparudra. King Prataparudra was a great devotee of the Lord and he considered himself to be one of the servants of the Lord entrusted with sweeping the temple. This submissive attitude of the king was very much appreciated by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The king requested both the Bhattacharya and the Roy to arrange this his meeting with the Lord. When, however, the Lord was petitioned by his two stalwart devotees, he flatly refused 
to grant the request, even though it was put forward by personal associates like Ramananda Roy and Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. The Lord maintained that it is dangerous for a sannyasi to be in intimate touch with worldly, money-conscious men and with women. The Lord was an ideal sannyasi. No woman could approach the Lord even to offer respects. Women's seats were accommodated far away from the Lord. As an ideal teacher and acharya, he was very strict in the routine work of a sannyasi. Apart from being a divine incarnation, the Lord was an, was an ideal character as a human being. His behavior with other persons was also above suspicion. In his dealing as Acharya, he was harder than the thunderbolt and softer than the rose. One of his associates, Junior Haridas, committed a great mistake by lustfully glancing at a young woman. The Lord as Supersoul could detect this lust in the mind of Junior Haridas, who was at once banished from the Lord's association and was never accepted again, even though the Lord was implored to excuse Haridas for the mistake. Junior Haridas ap afterwards committed suicide due to being disassociated from the company of the Lord, and the news of his suicide was duly related to the Lord. Even at that time, the Lord was not forgetful of the offense. And he said that Haridas had rightly met with the proper punishment. On the principles of the renounced order of life and discipline, the Lord knew no compromise. And therefore, even though he knew that the king was a great devotee, he refused to see the king only because the king was a dollars and cents man. By this example, the Lord wanted to emphasize the proper behavior for a transcendentalist. A transcendentalist has nothing to do with women and money. He must always refrain from such intimate relations. The king was, however, favored by the Lord by the expert arrangements of the devotees. This means that the beloved devotee of the Lord can favor a neophyte more liberally than the Lord. Pure devotees, therefore, never commit an offense at the feet of another pure devotee. An offense at the lotus feet of the Lord is sometimes excused by the merciful Lord, but an offense at the feet of a devotee is very dangerous for one who, who actually wants to make progress in devotional service. As long as the Lord remained at Puri, thousands of his devotees used to come to see him during the Rathayatra car festival of Lord Jagannath. And during the car festival, the washing of the Gundicha temple under the direct supervision of the Lord was an important function. The Lord's congregational Sankirtan movement at Puri was a unique exposition for the mass of people. That is the way to turn the mass mind towards spiritual realization. The Lord inaugurated this system of mass Sankirtan and leaders of all countries can take advantage of this spiritual movement 
in order to keep the mass of people in a pure state of peace and friendship with one another. This is now the demand of the present human society all over the world. After some time, the Lord again started on his tour towards northern India. He decided to visit Vrindavan and its neighboring places. He passed through the jungles of Jarikanda, Madhyabharat, and all the wild animals also joined his Sankirtan movement. The wild tigers, elephants, bears, and deer all together accompanied the Lord, and the Lord accompanied them in Sankirtan. By this he proved that by the propagation of the Sankirtan movement, congregational chanting and glorifying of the name of the Lord, even the wild animals can live in peace and friendship. And what to speak of men who are supposed to be civilized. No man in the world will, will refuse to join the Sankirtan movement, nor is the Lord's Sankirtan movement restricted to any caste, creed, color, or species. Here is direct evidence of his great mission. He allowed even the wild animals to partake in his great movement. <clears throat> On his way back from Vrindavan, he first came to Prayag, where he met Rupa Goswami, along with his younger brother, Anupam. Then he came down to Varanasi, Vinaris, where he became again the guest <clears throat> of Sri Tapan Misha and Chandrasekhar, assisted by a Maharashtra Brahmana. At that time, Varanasi was headed by a great sannyasi of the Mayavad school named Sripad Prakashananda Saraswati. When the Lord was at Varanasi, the people in general became more attracted to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on account of his mass Sankirtan movement. Wherever he visited, especially the Vishwanath temple, thousands of pilgrims would follow him. Some were attracted by his bodily features and others were attracted by his melodious songs glorifying the Lord. The Mayavadi sannyasis designate themselves as Narayana. Varanasi is still overflooded with many Mayavadi sannyasis. Some people who saw the Lord in his Sankirtan party considered him to be actually Narayana. And this report reached the camp of the great sannyasi, Prakashananda. In India, there is always a kind of spiritual rival, rivalry between the Mayavad and Bhagavad schools. And thus, when the news of the Lord reached Prakashananda, he knew that the Lord was a Vaishnava sannyasi and therefore he minimized the value of the Lord before those who brought him the news. He deprecated the activities of the Lord because of his preaching, the Sankirtan movement, which was, in his opinion, nothing but religious sentiment. Prakashananda was a profound student of the Vedanta, and he, and he advised his followers 
to give attention to the Vedanta and not to indulge in Sankirtan. One devotee Brahmana who became a devotee of the Lord did not like the criticism of Prakashananda and he went to the Lord to express his regrets. He told the Lord that when he uttered the, whole, the Lord's name before the sannyasi Prakashananda, the latter, the latter strongly criticized the Lord, although the Brahmana heard Prakashananda uttered, uttering several times the name Chaitanya. The Brahmana was astonished to see that the sannyasi Prakashananda could not vibrate the sound Krishna even once, although he uttered the name Chaitanya several times. The Lord smilingly explained to the devotee Brahmana why the Mayavadi cannot utter the holy name of Krishna. The Mayavadis are offenders at the lotus feet of Krishna, although they utter always Brahma, Atma, or Chaitanya, and so on. And because they are offenders at the lotus feet of Krishna, they are actually unable to, to utter the holy name of Krishna. The name Krishna and the personality of Godhead Krishna are identical. There is no difference in the absolute realm between the name, form, or person of the absolute truth because in the absolute realm everything is transcendental bliss. There is no difference between the body and the soul for the personality of Godhead, Krishna. Thus he is different from the living entity who is always different from his outward body. Because of Krishna's transcendental position, it is very difficult for a layman to actually know the personality of Godhead, Krishna, his holy name and fame, etc., his name, fame, form and pastimes are all one and the same transcendental identity and they are not knowable by the exercise of the material senses. The transcendental relationship of the pastimes of the Lord is the, is the source of still more bliss than one can experience by realization of Brahman or by becoming one with the Supreme. Had it not been so, then those who are already situated in the transcendental bliss of Brahman would not have been attracted by the transcendental bliss of the pastimes of the Lord. After this, a great meeting was arranged by the devotees of the Lord in which all the sannyasis were invited, including the Lord and Prakashananda Saraswati. In this meeting, both the scholars, the Lord and Prakashananda, had a long discourse on the spiritual values of the Sankirtan movement, and a summary is given below. And we'll stop our reading there tonight. It's a good meeting stopping place. It's 7.45. So, we're requesting the sages, the assembled sages, please uh, share with us your reflections, realizations, and 
discussions of this section of Lord Chaitanya's life. Hare Krishna. First is from Yadutama. Haribo Yadutama. He says, Jai Gurudev. Hare Krishna. Sudevi Dasi says, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Haribo Sudevi Dasi, Hare Krishna. From Rati Manjari. Such a loyal hearer, Sudevi. Rati? Haribo Rati Manjari. She says, Jai Guru Maharaj, please make us fortunate once again. Hare Krishna, I am just being fortunate in the association of all the Vaishnavas by reading Prabhupada's books to them. That's it. This is the source of auspiciousness and great fortune. Hare Krishna. And from Gopakanya Devidasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devidasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all friends assembled. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Jai Ho. Jai Ho Maharaj for the daily panacea against the material disease. Hari Bo. Hari Krishna. <laughs> and from Bhaktamatsu. Hari Bo Bhaktamatsu. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you so much for reading. All glories to the Srimad Bhagavatam, the rich mind of the precious gems of all conclusive truths. Yes, please. Okay. These there were some deep. Uh, of course, this is just a summary of Lord Chaitanya's pastimes, um, but still, it's so significant that Lord Chaitanya after he took sannyas he traveled and preached and converted the most stalwart impersonalists into devotees before he uh, settled down in Puri and began to uh, relish the intimate pastimes of Radha and Krishna and the Brajavasis uh, with his most intimate associates so this, by his example, he showed us that uh, first we must earn the purification of the heart through uh, trying to help others before we can reach the platform of being able to, you know, personally connect with Krishna. Uh, so this is a great lesson and this book, um, these books, these three books, the Bhagavad Gita, the Srimad Bhagavatam and the Chaitanya Charitamrita take us gradually to that place where we can actually absorb ourselves in the transcendental mellows of devotional relationships, uh, personal relationships with the Lord and his eternal associates in the spiritual world. So the Lord just, uh, came to this material world in the, in, the, in the form of his own devotee and brought with him 
his eternal associates and by listening to their carefully to their inner inner interchanges exchanges loving exchanges we can learn how to be a devotee and by hearing and explaining to others the bhagavad-gita and then uh, absorbing our minds in Srimad Bhagavatam, we become eligible to understand Krishna as a person and attached, attracted and attached uh, to the personality of Godhead. And finally, we can fall head over heels in love with the Lord. But this is the path that Lord Chaitanya showed us by becoming a devotee and showing how important it is uh, to, to work hard to spread the glories of the holy name of the Lord, the Yuga Dharma, and the congregational chanting of the holy name. Hare Krishna. Anything else out there from cyberspace? From Bhakta Rupa. Haribo Bhakta Rupa. <coughs> Thanks for the reading tonight, Maharaj. Really liked the description of the conversation between the Lord and Raman and the Roy. Oh yes. Like the part about one giving up the arrogant attitude of declaring oneself to be God, being very meek and submissive and lending one's ear to a self realized soul who speaks Bhagavad Dharma. Yes. Really love how simple Prabhupada describes the process. Just lend your ear to these topics can be easier said than done, though, when the mind is a madman. <laughs> well, didn't, didn't uh, Arjuna tell Krishna per directly that the mind is, to control the mind is more difficult than to control the wind? But Lord, the, but Krishna didn't, he agreed, actually. He agreed. He said, actually, it's even more difficult than you say. But it is possible by by proper behavior or proper practice and detachment so the first step is to detach oneself from material desire we all have this ability within us to reject material desires it's material desires which form the basis of the material existence so if we first of all give up material desires, even though we're in the material world, and we have to come in contact with material energy and observe all of the different, and experience all the different effects of those energies, still, uh, by proper guidance and knowledge, uh, we must give up the, the desire to enjoy. We have to accept uh, that the Lord's energy, that all of this energy belongs to the Lord, and then we have to use that energy in Krishna's service. And as soon as we do that, we get relief from the miseries of material existence. Hare Krishna. From Sudevi Dasi. Jai Sudevi. Dear Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Thank you for reading again and again. It's always very new to me since my memory is so poor. Well, either that or you're spiritually advanced. 
because in the spiritual world, every time something happens, it's like ha it's happening for the first time. So maybe you're just more advanced than you think you are. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Although I know what you mean, being myself over 75 now, I, my, my memory is also fading. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Therefore, it's important for us to hear regularly, every day. We have to continue to hear because otherwise we'll forget. It's the nature of the Kali Yuga uh, modes. Hare Krishna. Um, Bhaktin Maxine. Bhaktin Maxine, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, dearest Maharaj. I would like to thank you for all your available readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Over the past few months, I have become an avid reader of these books about Lord Krishna. The more I am reading, the more I want to read. Mm. I am truly addicted to reading, and with your help through your daily readings, things are gradually unfolding. Mm. I have no doubt in my mind that Krishna is God. I am in love with him and in love with his devotees. Everything really does get better only by devotional service. Mm. This is where I can find true peace and real happiness. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Bhakti Maxim. That's a wonderful uh, reflection and sharing. Thank you very much for sharing that. The truth. It's from Rati Manjari. Haribo Rati. My dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. Jai, glories to Srila Prabhupada. Tonight we heard Lord Chaitanya state to Ramananda Roy that Varnashrama Dharma is external. Keeping this statement in mind, how can we relate it with Srila Prabhupada's statement that his mission was halfway finished? Oops. Because the Varnashram system in human society is required even though it may be external and not helpful directly for understanding the Supreme Absolute Truth, still it is necessary that there be an, an advancement, uh, a, a, a support for persons who are materialistic, who are not yet engaged in pure devotional service. So Prabhupada was, had a broad vision. His vision was to help uplift all of human society. And the, the, he also admitted that it was not possible to reinstate the Varnashram system as strictly as it was in bygone ages, Vedic ages. Not possible. But there, there are, it is possible uh, to organize ourselves according to that, those principles to a certain extent. And uh, therefore, there's no contradiction in Srila Prabhupada saying that half his uh, mission was left, uh, even though it says, even though Ramananda Roy answered Lord Chaitanya, uh, saying that the Varnashram is external. It's not that Lord Chaitanya was rejecting the Varnashram. But Lord Chaitanya's questions to Ramananda Roy were what is the highest uh, goal? How can we reach the highest goal of human life? 
So you can't reach the highest goal of human life just by the Varnashram, by itself. But if the Varnashram is instituted in society, then there's a, an environment that's peaceful enough, just like now in the material world. The, the principles of Varnashram are being destroyed completely, practically. And uh, everyone is thinking they're the same and everyone is thinking that there's no differences and uh, it is creating chaos in the world. So Prabhupada wanted to decrease that chaos so that more people would be receptive to hearing and chanting about Krishna. But ultimately, Nivarnashram uh, is not needed for becoming perfect by performing Sankirtan and hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord and performing devotional service to the Lord. So there's no contradiction whatsoever. Hare Krishna. This is more from Rati Manjari. Haribo Rati. She says, Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Could you please give some further insight about how the Varnashrama Dharma should be realistically introduced? This is a you could write a book about this. I can't I can't do much more than what I've already done in such a short uh time. This requires more uh in-depth uh, understanding. Prabhupada set it up. He was he, the first step that he that he set up was to have uh, four ashrams. He he set up brahmachari full-time brahmachari and brahmachari ashrams. Then people began to get devotees began to get married, and he established the varnashram, the the the, the ashram like that and even conducted sometimes merry ceremonies. And also there were retired persons, and then he, he offered sannyas. So that's the basic uh, division of the spiritual division. It's the varna that he did not institute strictly. Well, strictly means uh, he didn't set up his society based on the varna principle. It was on the ashram principle. But that's one half of the Varnashram if you get my point. The full Varnashram is ashram and Varna. Varna and ashram. But he set up the ashram situation. And from that ashram situation, uh, he hoped that the Varna would be introduced into human society. But the, fa the fact is and he also said this, that the, varnash, the Varnas are set up by Krishna. They're created by Krishna. Chatra Varnya Maya Sristam Guna Karma Bhivagasha Tasikarta Pim Abhimam Pindikarma Karmanam So all over the world, the Varnasham system is already there. There are people who are intellectuals you know, scientists, philosophers, universal professors, and religionists. And then there's uh, government, and police, and military. These are all in the chatriya mode to protect the people from harm 
and enemies and thieves and criminals. And then there's the businessmen and, and, and farm workers, I mean, agriculturalists. And then there's workers. So these four basic divisions of human life are there everywhere. But it's just that they're not doing it in terms of the spiritual or the, the dharmic principles given in the Vedas. So he tried to teach us the dharmic principles in the hopes that it would spread to the Varna uh, situation. That's as far as I can take it now. It's, it's, it, it's a big discussion, actually. Hare Krishna. She said some devotees are talking about these things and I always wonder what to say. Well, that will give you a little something. And from Bhakta Sebastian. Haribo hmm. Bhakta Sebastian. Hare Krishna. Hare I hope you're having a great Krishna. marathon. Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Today I met a man interested in the books who quickly asked if it was a religion. Then he asked me who wrote the Bhagavad Gita and started doubting God's human form, thinking it to be limiting him. Yes. I explained that every tree is contained in the seed and the same goes for our form and Krishna as the source. He started arguing and I cut him short. I said I don't want to give my or hear his opinion. I just present the book as he requested me. Suddenly he was interested. <laughs> then I said I am not learned, so he should better read through the Prabhupada's book to answer his questions. At the end he decided not to take it, but his son organized our book, tab our book stand. Throughout I remembered Lord Chaitanya declaring himself to be a fool in front of Sarvabhama Bhattacharya. Uh, well done, I might say, Bhakti Sebastian, well done. Hare Krishna. Therefore, Sankirtan is the fastest way to realize this philosophy. Hare Krishna. Hearing and explaining. That is Sankirtan. Keep up the good work. And from Rati Manjari, hmm. she said, Yes, Guru Maharaj, thank you. Today on book distribution, I met one largely built man from Suriname with a mixed Hindu-Muslim background. He told me he had challenges in life and had an aggressive nature. I surprised him by saying that perhaps he was a Kshatriya by nature. This, <laughs> <laughs> this idea gave him relief. <laughs> <laughs> he was happy to take a chant and be happy. Very good, very good. You see, that's the answer. Hare Krishna. Wonderful. As usual, you all have such nice reflections and uh, yeah, we're so happy to be with you in this uh, environment of hearing Shiva Prabhupada's books day after day, day after day, straight through. And although there's repetition, the repetition is necessary. So it gets fixed in our minds and we become convinced 
and protected from time. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabeda Bhaktabinda ki jai. Gold Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. Thank you very much, everyone. See you tomorrow night. Same place, same time, same topic. The unfolding of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes and eventually the text and the purports of Srimad Bhagavatam cover to cover. Hare Krishna, see you tomorrow. Hare Bo.